Welcome to the Five Week Linguist Show. If you want to learn a language or you teach a language, you've come to the right place. Join Janina each week for tips, resources, and advice for making engaging language learning happen anytime, anywhere. Welcome to the Five Week Linguist Show. This week, I wanted to share some language teaching activities inspired by travel. We love this context because we love to travel, us language teachers, but we're not doing a whole lot of it. But even when we're not traveling, we're constantly doing these things in our classroom. So I wanted to share with you a few activities from travel for classes. Postcards. I absolutely love using postcards and I picked up so many of them during during my travels over the years and they were great to bring back and have kids write to each other. And now it's great because it can be a completely digital experience and kids can really easily make their own postcards. Um, I have a few activities that I'm going to link for you, some templates, etc. Um, I have a PDF, a Google slide, and PowerPoints of, of Spanish-speaking countries. But you can even, you know, get the Google slide and and you know put in your own pictures. They're just they're just templates, really, or they're ready to go if you want to use them. So what I normally like to do is write everyone's names on small slips of paper, and I write places from all over the world, and then you know you you pick one from a name from one place and a country from another, and then that's the place they visited, and then they write to the person they selected. And I usually give them really specific requirements on what to to research. So it could be food, the sites, apartments, excursions. That way they're learning about culture as well. And they usually, you know, they have to use those letter writing conventions, um, which is great communication practice. And also different tenses, so past tense. It's a really good activity for the past tense. Now, traveling reality, I absolutely lo- uh, love realia. I'm obsessed with realia. I always have been because I think it's the real stuff that you're going to encounter, and I really like to expose students to it because it's usually very easy to understand. It's usually very comprehensible because it's not meant to be – it's really just meant to be something that's really useful. So, for example, a train ticket, right? It's, it's usually very purposeful to tell somebody about a sale, a menu so you can order food. And I just absolutely love it. And I I create a lot of materials out of that. And some of the things that you can do is create a scrapbook of reality, realia for your for your class library. I think it's a really good free, free reading activity to do. And it's the kind of again that real life stuff that they're gonna encounter. And Students can also, if you don't have any of this, they can also do a scavenger hunt to find realia for specific things, right? You can make a list, telephone numbers, advertisements, tickets, menus, give them the countries that they could choose from. And you can also require their use in projects, dramatizations, and role plays. So using a boarding pass or a ticket. And what's great is now there's so many generators out there. I'm I'm hearing a lot of talk about, you know, fake 
boarding passes that you can generate those. So you can really easily get those into your class. And again, it's even if it's not real, it's not yours, it's something that will really really engage them and get them interacting with that target language and culture. I love to make reading assignments from Realia. They're super useful and practical. And it's it's because what people are going to recounter in the target language country. And oftentimes there's dates and numbers and times involved. So it's really practical way to recycle all of those, those things that, that they're learning that they need. Far away places. So, I usually print out some maps of countries or cities and I put them in a bag and students will take a, a place. But, you know, COVID time, you can't really do that, but there's other ways to do it. Just randomly assign or have students select one. And they have to research 10 things, customs, meals, or whatever you choose from that place. And then they write a letter in the third person telling the class about their... I say the third person, they could tell about what somebody else did who's from that country in the third person, or they can do it from their own perspective. That works as well. And then again, they have to recycle that communication piece and they need to be able to They need to be able to use, you know, letter writing conventions, et cetera. And then we hang the letters up and include the photos. And I, I wanted to talk about a couple of great resources to find photos, right? Flickr is really good. And I love Pixabay as well. They're all free. So it's a, it's a great way people are sharing photos all over the place that you can use in your activities. Suitcases. This is a really fun activity. So I love to use postcards or photos and I just paste them. I got this idea from Deborah Blaz many years ago and I've really expanded on it. So I, I take a piece of construction paper and you put the, put the postcard on it, laminate it and close it with a little Velcro hook. And then you can use this really at the beginning when you talk about, you know, where are you from? They have to open up and they have to say where they're from. But, and you can constantly recycle that that task and you can use it for nationalities, et cetera. Another activity that I use is I have them take their suitcase and I have them take a piece of paper and as a TPR activity, I, I talk to them about the weather in the, in the place that they're going to visit. And I talk to them about the different activities they're going to do. And they have to draw the items and label them. And then they share what's in their suitcase. Scrapbooks. I love creating scrapbooks from the places I've visited, just like the reality Realia scrapbook. I love scrapbooks of, of pictures. Or you can even do a, con um, a combination of them both. The students can even make a little scrapbook of their trip, quote unquote trip, on 
the wall. They can write a little narrative, put their put a picture up and write a little narrative about what they quote unquote did. I also like doing this on Google Slides and then they can narrate them. When they're a bit more advanced, I love the, you know, if I were activities. And this is another one I got from Deborah Blast, but I've, I've sort of adapted it over the years, if I were, right? There's so many context, contexts that you can use this in. And I really like to do a presentation, if I were. So everyone picks a place in your target language country. And, and if I were from that place, and you give them some really specific things that they have to find out, right? Where would I live? What would I do? How many hours a day would I work? What would I be eating? Give them about eight to 10 things. And then they actually make a presentation. If I were, I would. That answers those questions. And then everybody gets to learn something about the target language country. It's really great. Again, Deborah Blast, she did the... Um, She's written a couple of, she's written a few books for foreign language teachers. I read this many years ago. She had a, a poem and that she did in her French class. I thought it was really clever. And I've never really done the poem. The poem seemed a bit like a great idea, but I just don't really have, the, it didn't interest me as much as finding, really researching and finding out where what's happening, what would life be like in these different countries, and that for all the students to be able to pick a different place and share that. I thought, I, I, I really, really like doing that better. But the original idea of if I were came from her. And then planning a trip. Um, hopefully we'll travel again sometime. But planning a trip, whether it's real or imaginary, is a great activity for your language class. Um, I don't know what sort of activities students can do on, you know, depending on, on where you work and what the, what, you know, what the security is. Everybody has something different. Um, so Pinterest accounts, I really love Pinterest because it's a search engine, right? So you can make different boards that about different parts of your trip. So like, let's say you're taking a trip to Paris. So restaurants in Paris, hotels in Paris. And in the ideal world, they would be searching on Pinterest because they're going to be learning keywords in French, right? And finding authentic resources and creating those boards and commenting on on each other's posts, right? You make a, a class group board. Everyone has to find, you know, X number of, of pins. But a way that you can do this that's completely cyber secure is to create a large Pinterest board in your room with printed, printed pictures just on paper. And then everyone has to go around and comment. Again, post-COVID, but a really great way to, to have that interaction. And as a teacher, I can't tell you how valuable Pinterest is. Um, there's some amazing language teachers on there and they're all collaborating and sharing and plan your trip, plan some professional development, um, organize your lessons. It's a great resource. 
Well, I hope you found these activities um, useful. I'm going to provide some links for you to, to make those fake boarding passes as well as some of my ready-made materials. So if you want to have a look. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Five Week Linguist Show with Janina Klimas. Join us each week here and visit us at reallifelanguage.com slash reallifelanguageblog for more resources for learning and teaching languages.